All right. Welcome everyone to Tokenverse, a podcast powered by FMFW.io Exchange. I'm happy to have no other than Max Kordak, CEO of Lisk, with me today. And we are going to dive deep into Lisk's uh, packed ecosystem and eventful year so far. Um, we had a previous AMA on Twitter with Lisk's marketing uh, manager, but uh, I believe this uh, podcast episode will be even more in-depth than the previous session. And we are going to hear a different perspective from the actual founder of the project. So before we actually get into the episode, I would like to mention that um, we have a disclaimer. This is an episode that is related only to educational purposes. It is in no any shape or form financial advice. And it's our podcast is a vehicle that aims to educate our community of traders about the most eventful ecosystems and uh, impactful projects in uh, our space. And without further ado, I think it's time to welcome our guest. How are you doing, Max? Hey, Bogdan. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here and looking forward to the interview. Can't wait to yeah, get all the questions answered. And I'm doing quite well. It was a very eventful year so far, but uh, very busy, good busy and already achieved quite a few things and looking forward to the upcoming weeks and months where we have quite a few things to announce to this community. So can't wait for that. That's great. It sounds like you are happy with the past few months and you are excited for the next few months. Definitely. <laughs> All right. That sounds good. So I think it would be great if you could start by introducing yourself to our listeners. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. So my name is Max Kordek. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Lisk. I am German, 30 years old, and I'm in crypto now since 10 years, so one-third of my life and I'm in crypto. So I don't have any professional experience than actually being in the crypto industry, uh, sort of a crypto native. And I started out very decentralized, joining different crypto communities, but saw the need to push this industry forward in a dedicated fashion with a, with a startup of my own. And so was Lisk born. And we will go a bit into the details of what Lisk is today. But essentially what we are working towards is to make blockchain technology accessible to developers and to users so that people worldwide can actually benefit from this technology and not just speculate with it, but uh, actually use real use cases to their own advantage. Well, that's great. It's safe to say that uh, you've been in a, a few bear markets yourself. Quite a few, <laughs> yes. They don't uh, <laughs> touch me anymore. <laughs> they come unannounced. <laughs> <laughs> unannounced. You never know how long they last and uh, they will be over. And that's for sure. At one point, it always goes back up. Absolutely. I'm actually curious, how do you as a founder deal with the uncertainty that comes with a bear market? So I think being a founder just means everything. Uncertainty. It's, being yeah. a founder is pure uncertainty. So on top of that, having an industry which is also kind of uncertain, it's just like the cherry on top. You know, it doesn't really face me much. Um, but... I would say if you compare now 2022 to back in the day, there's no uncertainty anymore. 
like when you would have been in the crypto industry in 2012, 13, 14, 15, and the price dropped, you really had like existential crises, you know, is this mm. still a thing? But nowadays we don't have that uncertainty anymore, in my opinion. Like we have so many different use cases out of DeFi, GameFi, with the metaverse um, phenomenon. Um, we have like so many different projects and millions and millions of funding go, going into this industry. It's not going to go away anymore. So I'm actually now uh, like not like uncertain at all. And I think any founder shouldn't be. Um, the industry really is here to stay. So I yeah. guess being that long in the industry, of course, hardened me. I have a tough skin now in that regard. And I probably... Um, see it much less um, problematic that the price is dropping than other people in the industry. But if I can give one piece of advice is that this really just doesn't matter because every day there's so much innovation going on, so many talents moving into the industry and um, new use cases being built. So everything is good, everything is cool and I can't wait for the next 10 years in the industry. Oh, that makes two of us and uh, I think one of the key points of what you just said is that right now compared to the past we can actually look beyond the charts and see a whole world of possibilities exactly now since you have just told us a little bit about you and your background i think it would be great for those of uh, us our listeners that are not familiar with lisk if you could describe what LISC is and what the mission behind the project is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. So I already went into detail for our vision, which is yeah. to make blockchain accessible. Um, and here I mentioned already to the developer and to the user. So for the developer, we are building a software development kit, an SDK, sort of a toolbox for developers to build their own blockchain. So we want to make it accessible to the developer to build their own blockchain on which they can build their own blockchain application. Um, we're calling yeah. it an app chain specific um, or chain specific app. Um, so you have one app on one chain. And um, here we are targeting JavaScript developers. We want to make it as simple as possible, um, as easy as possible to start building. On the other side, we are targeting the user and for that, we're building a platform for these blockchain applications built with the Risk SDK. And yeah. it's all about use cases. It's all about utility. Um, we want to build a platform which people can just use in order to benefit from the technology. Um, in whatever shape or form this might look at, uh, speculating in DeFi, playing in GameFi, attending events in the metaverse, it doesn't matter, but we want that actual utility comes into the industry and people, real people benefit from it. So if you're asking about our missions or like goals, then for the developer, our goal is to be the industry standard for JavaScript blockchain application development. And for mm. the user, we want to onboard 100 million users into crypto and Web3 so that they can actually benefit from this technology. Um, and this number, well, is seen for the Lisk platform. So we have a huge undertaking essentially to get a large number of users into this industry to benefit from it 
through the list platform we are building. The SDK is released since 2019. People can build great stuff with it. Um, and the platform is launching in the coming months. Um, and as a third mission, sort of, what we always say is the entity behind the LISC project, the LISC Foundation, which is a non-profit um, organization based in Switzerland, um, the mission of the LISC Foundation is to become sustainable. So what we see in the industry is that many startups are raising money and raising more money and pumping their coins to have yeah. more money. And in my opinion, this is not sustainable. What we want to build are real revenue streams, which then can sustain ourselves so that we can keep this project moving forward forever. Um, it's actually also a trend in, the, in, in DeFi right now um, where like the DeFi yields are being achieved through real revenue. Um, yeah. Some people call it grown-up DeFi. So we're trying to replicate this, but onto the whole this project to become sort of like a real company, a real organization uh, developing this, uh, these many products we have forward. So yeah, these are like the missions, the goals, and the big vision behind the DISC project. That's great. And it, it just makes me very excited as a someone as part of the industry to see a project that has a mindset built around sustainability, mm -hmm. especially where we like it or not, there are a lot of projects in our industry that focus just on the now. As you just said, it's all about raising funds now. And it, there are not enough projects that look beyond what's in front of their eyes and to understand how they can build something that's going to be here, even if they will not be here anymore. Exactly. And I think decentralization means it will be here even when I'm not on this planet anymore. And this exactly. also goes into a different direction. Um, like, I might not be on the planet anymore, but my future kids will be, or their kids. Yeah. So it's not only even about financially sustainability, but also um, like um, sustainability in regards to electricity, um, like consumption of the network, for example. So we're based yeah. on proof of stake. We have a very green network. It's not using a lot of electricity, but what we have started to do is to purchase solar plants, um, mm. which are creating energy um, with the goal of creating as much energy as our network is using so that we are carbon emission neutral. Um, so this is another goal of ours. We are, we are pursuing and started this year. Um, and I think it's going like a, a long way of also branding crypto and Web3 as the next thing, uh, the un yeah. in inevitable uh, big technological revolution which is coming. Um, but there we just have to also keep the planet in mind. Yeah, I agree with that. And I really think that one of the building blocks of Web3 will be sustainability. And sustainability goes on so many different levels. and. In order to actually happen in its true essence, I think all of us need to contribute. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if we think back, why was Bitcoin created? Because the current financial system is not sustainable. That was yeah. the whole gist of it. So we just need to um, continue this legacy on all fronts, on all aspects. Um, and I think the industry is going into the right direction with us being very, uh, very um, like 
dedicated in that regard, but also Ethereum moving to proof of stake, etc., etc. I think we are on the, on the right way here. Yeah, we surely are. It's uh, I would say it's a matter of time. Yeah, definitely. Um, now I want to get into something that uh, I'm sure you and our listeners will be excited. It's been six years of LISC. Six years of LISC and uh, I want to hear from you. How do you feel about this milestone as a founder? And how did the mission and the initial trajectory of the project change over the last three, six years? Mm-hmm. Um, so if you say that, well, six years is a milestone, then I would generally say I don't feel maybe too good about it because it's been such a long time and the platform still not launched. Um, mm. But, well, if you say like from the first day, um, what we learned, how we changed, well, that was so dramatic. You know, there were so many learnings, so much progress made. Um, and today we are in a situation better than ever before. Um, because we never gave up, you know, we always pushed forward. We always continued our, our journey in fulfilling our vision. Um, so all in all, I feel pretty good, um, especially about the, the status the project is in currently. Um, and um, of course, like, could have done many things better, but we created this project in 2016 with a lot of uncertainty being there, there in the industry. We raised much more money than we intended to raise, so we suddenly needed a legal entity, which took us a year. Then we started from scratch uh, in 2017. Hiring a team took us also one, yeah. one and a half years. Then we needed to establish the entire process behind actually developing a cryptocurrency, a platform, develop, development tools, etc. Um, and it's so complicated, so it needed to be a research-led effort, which then is being implemented. Um, mm-hmm. We learned that the code base we worked with initially was very flawed, and we had to rewrite it completely. So, so many things happened, um, but I'm very proud to to be where I am today, you know, still here, still kicking ass, still moving forward, still innovating. And today we're, in my opinion, one of the most actively researched projects in the space uh, with dozens of research papers published. We have a lot of development activities. Our community is growing. The number of applications built on our platform to be then launched later when the platform is launching itself um, is growing as well so i feel pretty good in general um but a lot has changed you know a lot yeah and that's that's crazy just to see how long it actually takes to a project to set those foundations right yeah and i'm just wondering what's the biggest takeaway from this six-year journey for you probably that everything takes longer than you imagine everything like mm. by far um like you think you have a small issue and it takes you a month um <laughs> like it's crazy really like this has several reasons i would say on the one side the legal setup for a crypto project is very fragile not fragile in the sense of um well uncertain unstable not secure or something but fragile in the sense of you need to do a lot to keep it going, you know. 
There are constantly new things you have to uh, follow up on, new regulations you need to adhere to, um, documentation, internal, external, you need to provide to stay compliant. Um, so many yeah. things. Um, my favorite word is arm's length principle. Everything needs to be in the arm's length principle. And that just creates a huge red tail of work on a daily basis. But on the other side, also, we're pioneers. Whatever we're doing, no one ever has done it before. It's not just one app, one small product. We are having a multitude of products in our ecosystem, some of them being completely decentralized, meaning there is a whole plethora of new problems uh, coming in with that. So everything is just so complicated to do, um, not in, in legal, in development, in research, and then in execution, because with the prices also going up and down, it also affects the team um, and the community as well. So it's very difficult. Um, so, yeah, my biggest takeaway is it's very difficult and everything takes so much longer than you assume it would take. Absolutely. I can, I can definitely align with you on that. Um, us being an exchange, uh, especially on the compliance side and on making sure that the relationships that we have with our clients are maintained and they are flourishing in the long term as well. It, it does take time. It does take effort. And it takes patience after all. Yeah, yeah. But on the positive note, it's also probably the most rewarding industry to be in. Not financially, yeah. but from a pleasure, from a fun standpoint. I mean, it's amazing, right? Like all these daily uh, news coming out. It's like a movie, then the amazing memes. Um, the industry growing up essentially and, and watching that. Um, and then using new kinds of applications no one ever used before. Um, it feels very good to be part of this industry. And I don't see any other industry I would want to be in right now. And I guess this will not change for many years ahead, you know. So even though it's so difficult, um, I think it's also very rewarding to be in it. It really is. I mean, I feel the same. I'm even just getting goosebumps right now. <laughs> Uh, just thinking about it, it's amazing to wake up and to be excited and curious about what lies ahead in the space that you're part of. And as you just said, it is so much going on that if you are a naturally curious person, you, you're going to be in it with the more than just for the financial part. You're going to be in it for from a passion point of view, from a camaraderie point of view, from just building something that will impact most likely our kids and our kids' kids in the future. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think it's very important to not forget this, you know. Um, if you work in this industry for a long time, it could be that you start forgetting um, what this industri industry is uh, all about um, mm. so it's good to yeah constantly remind yourself of your values of the reasons you are in this industry um, and why you're pushing forward this well uh, technology to be the next iteration of the internet um, very yeah. important to remember but uh, yeah it's been a great ride and I can't wait for the upcoming years 
That's great. And now that you just mentioned before that you are very proud of the state of uh, Lisk's ecosystem as of today, I'm actually curious if we can dive deeper into the use cases of Lisk's ecosystem and how do you um, divide the use cases between developers and uh, users? Um, what do you mean with use cases exactly? How do you, um, how does someone that finds out about Lisk uh, can get educated about Lisk and to understand how they can use Lisk mm -hmm. in practicality? Mm -hmm. um, so if it's about the how, then you just need to head to lisk.com. Yeah. Um, as a user, check out the website, check out the ecosystem page with multiple blockchain applications, dive deeper there, um, but essentially wait for our platform launch in the coming months. And as a developer, much more interesting, and that's why it's our main target audience right now, you can yeah. head to the documentation page and start developing your own blockchains or start developing your own blockchain applications. Um, so mm -hmm. like fiddle in um, yeah, this technology. And if you are having an entrepreneurial or business mindset, you can also get a grant from us, 60,000 Swiss francs, approximately $60,000, and start building your blockchain application as a real commercial project in our ecosystem. And yes, become a CEO yourself or a CTO and uh, start pushing this industry forward yourself. Um, if it's about more like what exactly we offer uh, on, a, on yeah. a product side, um, then that's divided between the developer and the user. So for the developer, we have, like I mentioned, the Lisk SDK, which enables yeah. you to build your own blockchain application. And the SDK consists of many different modules um, and sub-products all helping you to realize that. So, for example, it has a command line interface kind of wallet uh, and, and uh, interactive um, like interface in general. Then it has a framework giving you the scaffolding of your own blockchain. It has elements which, um, and this is a product name, which gives you all kinds of different libraries you need um, in order to build your blockchain application or to build user interfaces for it. So really just everything you need is in there. Um, many products or many projects in the space actually call their API wrapper an SDK, and that's mm. wrong. Our SDK is a full-blown SDK to build your blockchain, your entire blockchain in JavaScript. Um, what we also offer is something called Lisk Service, which enables the developer to build a service layer between then the blockchain itself and the user interfaces. Because it's not very scalable to let your users always directly talk to the blockchain nodes. It's uh, much better to put like a service layer in between uh, for massive scalability. Uh, the yeah. Ethereum equivalent would be Infura. So we're offering that also to the developer. Um, and then if we're looking at the site for the user, I just would call it the Lisk platform, but the Lisk platform actually consists of what we call Lisk Core, which is our own blockchain on which the LSK token lives, developed with our own Lisk SDK. Um, it is 
also a service layer, um, which is also called Lisk Service. We're utilizing our own products here uh, for developers. And then we have yeah. a desktop and mobile wallet, um, which, as you know, enables you to use then our platform on desktop and mobile devices. Um, and when I say we're launching in the upcoming months the platform, what I really mean is that you can connect or that, or, or that developers or businesses can create a connection between their own blockchain application to our blockchain so that assets okay. like tokens and NFTs can be transferred from one blockchain to another, um, creating then this, this platform or this ecosystem. And yeah. um, the, the blockchain, however, of Lisk itself is live already since May 2016. So it's a very proven and secure and stable blockchain, um, which never had any major security incidents. Um, so that's all live. But uh, the meat is really in the use cases and utilities, like I said, and they will become accessible and usable um, yeah, in the upcoming months with the platform launch. So this is like kind of the product for the users. And together, we feel like we covered it pretty well to make blockchain then accessible for developers to build a blockchain or a blockchain application and for users to use these blockchain applications built. You did cover it pretty well. And now I'm really curious about the upcoming months, as you mentioned that the platform will launch. Um, could you mention or go deeper into the current phase in your roadmap and mm -hmm. what that entails? Mm -hmm. Sure. So our roadmap is like quite simply um, constructed. We're using different gemstone names yeah. um, for the roadmap. Uh, why? Because um, back in the day when we were creating this, uh, we searched for a name with no trademarks, uh, a good dom domain name available, and um, we just came up with Lisk stemming from Obelisk. But the designers back mm -hmm. in the day uh, created a logo featuring a gemstone, something like a blue sapphire. And since then, just gemstones accompanied us in our journey. And we called the different phases in our roadmap um, according to different gemstones. Um, mm. Like the first phase was called Quartz. The second one was called Amber. The third one was called Ruby and then Emerald. And then we're coming to the one we're in right now, Sapphire. Okay. So Sapphire, the same gemstone like originally uh, 2016 our logo was in. Um, why? Because yeah. it is the decisive roadmap phase. The roadmap phase where okay. we are launching the platform, where we are introducing this major topic of ours called interoperability, the way to connect different blockchains together. Um, and that's what we're working on right now. So last year in August, um, we finalized or finished the previous phase, the Emerald phase. And there we like released a large amount of protocol improvements to our blockchain, making it very okay. future-proof and very pleasant to use and very cheap to use and very scalable, etc., etc. And um, since then, we are working on the Sapphire phase, which brings interoperability, which marks the launch of the disk platform. And we're still on it. So 
we originally assessed that somewhere around this time now we would be in like a we would launch a test a testing network um, for our community members to test these new features um, this interoperability okay. the platform itself um, the transfer of tokens and NFTs from one blockchain to another um, and well we are in the final um, like moments of preparing a beta a public beta so everyone okay. can track that on github um, every development is open source so you can always keep an eye on it it's very uncertain as always because we don't know if we find something else uh, like mm. i said no one has ever done that no one has ever implemented this interoperability solution our research team has researched so you don't know if there's another thing around the corner you need to start worrying about but yeah. um Things are shaping up. It looks very good. Um, with it, then, well, all the other products, uh, they need to be updated as well. For example, our wallets need to provide great user interfaces facilitating this cross-chain um, swaps or transactions. Um, and these are coming now in the, in the next few months um, so that we can launch this beta, um, how we call it, a beta net. Um, so that the community yeah. members can try it out, you know? Um, yeah. And that's coming and we will, I guess, have then the mainnet launch somewhere next year um, with the goal of launching the mainnet also with like at least one blockchain application to begin with so that people can directly start benefiting from it, you know? Um, yeah. And yeah, it's very complicated, many different mechanics at work at the same time um, but that's essentially in which phase we are in right now and what we're currently working towards the launch of a beta net it seems like there's a lot going on and yeah. you know since we are in august and it's already passed more than half of the year um we both know how eventful the first part of the year was especially from market point of view so i'm really curious how did the first part of the year feel for you and uh, the team? So I think it was a very good year because we know what we need to do. We have okay. these, I don't know, like over 10 research papers about interoperability and the development team is implementing them first into the SDK and are then developing the list core for our own blockchain version with the SDK. Uh, Lisk service needs to be updated accordingly. Lisk wallets for desktop and mobile need to be updated accordingly. Um, so the development team has been busy um, developing all of that, while the research team yeah. has been busy um, yeah, tweaking things here and there, which only got revealed once we tried to implement them. So they work very closely together with the development team to actually integrate or implement this interoperability solution. Then our marketing team um, was last year very, very small. So we ramped up the marketing efforts last year already, but stayed with a small team. And this year we scaled it up. So it went from three or four people to now um, around 10. Um, so that's great. Quite, a, quite an increase, like 3x. And... Um, with it, well, a lot needs to be established. A lot is being prepared for the upcoming launch. Um, mm. Still this year, we will see many announcements. Um, so definitely very 
good for everyone to keep an eye on our website, keep an eye on um, exchange situations globally um, and around more community-based efforts um, and around um, new blockchain applications built and announced as well as our upcoming uh, LISC.js, our annual developer conference happening yeah. at the end of this year. Um, so many things are being prepared because uh, we also felt like there's no need to promote the platform too early. Um, but mm. ramping up the efforts is very time consuming. And um, what is now already up and running is like stuff like this, interviews, podcasts, uh, attending events mm. more so again, um, being in the news more often, having a more active social media uh, channel presence, uh, doing a lot of competitions with our community members, working closely with our PR agency on opportunities. So a lot is moving already, but there are several very big topics still to be announced, launched, published um, before yeah. the platform is being launched. Now, since you've mentioned that the, the marketing efforts have been increased, um, this takes me to a principle that I religiously believe in, which is if you want to go far, go together. Mm -hmm. And I'm really curious, how does LISC approach collaboration with other projects? Mm -hmm. um, so first of all, like go together, go as a team, very important. I agree. Yeah. Um, we had like um, a very small, for example, marketing team and scaled it up. But this is actually every team. We scaled up every team. I think one year ago, we were around 30 or 40 people. Today, we're mm. over 60. So we're wow. scaling up the company in order to be ready for the launch. All of this under a very strong financial background, which uh, we were able to do thanks to some learnings we had in the past. So we're good to go for several years uh, without worrying about where Bitcoin might go. And even yeah. then, after that, now that it dropped so much, we're still good for another three or four years in our Bitcoin. If it goes up again, then, of course, much longer. So we scaled up everything. And that, of course, comes with its own challenges and problems. But uh, going yeah. as a team, I totally agree, very important. And then um, how we're collaborating with other companies or projects. So we're really seeing Lisk as a startup. Um, not as interesting a, yeah not as a completely decentralized movement or something and um, because i've been in one before it was the cryptocurrency nxt or next where no central body was behind it and it just didn't go anywhere uh, bitcoin yeah. was very lucky in that but no other project is going anywhere without a central body behind it and yeah. uh, the same is for lisk and we're treating it like a startup and um we feel like the team we have can make very good decisions you know so what we're doing is we're working with experts in the industry on various aspects so the list foundation is collaborating with the Lightcurve gmbh which is a blockchain studio we founded ourselves in berlin on marketing development research and so on we are working together with vexman a pi agency based in dublin and new york um, on public relations matters we're working with several marketing agencies on influencer campaigns, uh, sponsored news articles, interviews, uh, et cetera, et cetera. 
um, and of course attending a, a multitude of events globally to get more reach. Um, and what we are then of course also doing is we are collaborating with community, community members um, on various things. I mean the community is the life and blood of, of LISC. It's very important. Um, mm. And even though maybe as a LISC community member it doesn't feel like we listen to you so many times, we actually do. And we discuss a lot what community members are proposing or suggest suggesting. Uh, if they have problems, we try to fix them, you know, constantly. Yeah. And we have like a LISC squad where uh, there are a few very active community members so we, where we can talk with them on a daily basis what their problems are, how we can improve the situation. But what we're also launching this year is a LISC ambassador program where globally we have ambassadors for LISC. We had that back in the day, we bring it back now, um, which are more motivated individuals with some budget in order to promote LISC as well. So we yeah. are collaborating a lot here. Um, what we're doing as well is having the grant program where we're basically granting blockchain applications in development 60,000 Swiss francs, as previously mentioned, in order to help yeah. and support founders and developers in realizing their vision. You know, mm -hmm. So we're collaborating a lot there as well to make sure that these blockchain applications have the highest chance of launching. It's very complicated. It is a new startup after all. And there's a failure mm. rate of above 90%, but we're doing our best to support them. Um, here we're also going to have a very interesting announcement in the coming weeks um, where we are launching a new vehicle for very, let's say, um, like very uh, promising blockchain applications in development to take their startup, their blockchain blockchain application to the next level. So many things, we're working on many things with many different people, uh, companies, individuals, um, in a true open source grassroots effort, but everything led by LISC HQ essentially as, as, a, as yeah. a central body behind it. That's great. And uh, just one of the actual building blocks that the come out, out of your uh, collaboration-focused answer is that all these initiatives uh, lead to strong relationships within the space. And, you know, we are all in the rela human relationships business. We all need each other to go forward. And you never know when you can uh, use the relationships that you kept feeding and you kept uh, building. Yeah, I agree. So I travel a lot and I meet many people. Um, but... Many people think that I do it for some benefit or advantage for myself, you know. Um, <laughs> but I actually never do that. So what I really want to just do is I want to meet great people, great minds. Because just yeah. by being with them, I learn a lot for myself. Also, it's Absolutely. more fun, it's more interesting, more challenging. You know, it has only positive aspects. Um, mm. I always say, like people sometimes say, yes, Max, you have... Um, you already have money because you created LISC and raised so much money. Now I have some money because I am in crypto since 10 years. I got lucky there. I'm an early adopter. But that also enables me to not approach people because I want something from them. I yeah. really just want to dive into the experience, 
be with them, learn from them, and have a great time, you know. But this actually then goes a very long way in forming relationships which are so strong, like friendships, that you can actually ask for something then, you know. Yeah. Between two people who never do anything together, well, you can't ask for something really. Not uh, yeah. uh, with a lot of promise, but by establishing great friendships all around the world, you have a great network which can also help you in the business. Um, and with Lisk, well, so far we really didn't need it too much. Uh, here and there, maybe, hey, can you connect me to this person or that company? But uh, so far it was always just great, great friendships for me. But I think once the platform launches, we are putting a lot of effort into growing it. And that's where the whole network mm -hmm. will start to become more utilized of ours. Um, so, um, yeah, really interesting um, that then we can yeah, start leveraging, leveraging these connections we have made over the last six, seven years. Absolutely. And uh, now I'm very curious about um, your tokenomics as mm. it's a popular project a uh, popular topic within our community of traders and can you tell us more about uh, the benefits of uh, holding lsk mm -hmm. so um in terms of token economics there are currently around 140 something million lsk tokens we have mm. one of the lowest inflations in the entire industry with um, one lsk per block as a block reward um, yeah. I guess it's around 3% inflation. Um, however, um, we also have a very attractive yield by staking LSK tokens because um, many LSK tokens are on exchanges, uh, so not yeah. too many people stake. So even with the 3% inflation, um, there is a large reward uh, possible. So it's very interesting to stake it. And talking about token economics, well, there are different ways um, to use the LSK token. What I just mentioned is by staking it, which is securing our blockchain. Um, it's currently secured, I think, with like $40 million of tokens. So pretty, pretty nice, pretty nice amount. Makes it very secure to use. Um, and with that, you're getting um, staking rewards. However, yeah. what um, you can also do with the token is to pay for transaction fees, so like any other blockchain. But in our case, um, well, on the Lisk blockchain, this just um, features the regular transactions like a transfer transaction or to initiate staking. Um, but what becomes very interesting is that once our platform launches, you will have blockchain applications also utilizing the LSK token. So we are building ourselves a DEX right now, a decentralized exchange, and there you are going to use the LSK token for fees for the transaction types as well. Additionally, there you can um, provide liquidity for an LSK token pool um, so that you lock up further list um, but then there could also be the example of, let's say, an NFT marketplace where you're buying NFTs with LSK, LSK tokens. So once the platform launches, you will suddenly have many different use cases for the 
LSK token, which were not there before. And for that, all these LSK tokens need to be transferred with our interoperability protocol into these different um, blockchain applications, which are based on their own blockchain. So I guess liquidity is drying up this way, you know. The number mm. of LSK tokens then on the exchanges will go down dramatically because people start using the platform, start locking them up as liquidity providers or for staking or just to use them for different blockchain applications. Um, so I think overall the utility of the LSK token will dramatically go up and with it also the demand. So I'm really interested to see that happening. Um, and um, what we try to do is to create an ecosystem where the LSK token is really the centerpiece. So we're advising yeah. every blockchain application developer to really use the LSK token inside the app. Um, they can have their own token for governance aspects, um, to secure the network, to vote on proposals, etc., etc. But um, having one ecosystem token like LSK is very powerful, especially also because you don't need to provide fiat on-ramps yourself, which is very time consuming and very expensive for projects uh, it will take a lot yeah. of headache away to just use Lisk and that's what we intend to do that's interesting and uh, it, it actually all the use cases that are coming up once with the launch it makes uh, the community even more excited for the launch as well yeah no definitely um, we'll drive demand a lot up we'll create mm. many many new use cases for the LSK token um, yeah, can't wait for that. Um, I think it's going to be very, very cool to have LSK then on different blockchain applications and use them for different purposes like NFTs or, um, or some, some DeFi applications, GameFi applications. Like really can't wait for that to, to happen, you know? Absolutely. Um, now, actually, since we've mentioned how important it is to build these quality relationships within the space, I'm curious, what events have you or the team uh, been to in the past mm -hmm. year and what events can people meet up with you in the future? Mm -hmm. um, I have been recently, um, so this year, in yeah. Miami for the Bitcoin 2022 conference. Yeah. I've been in Austin for Consensus. Um, mm -hmm. My team has been at um, the Paris Blockchain Week at uh, We Are Developers World Congress um, which is a JavaScript uh, focused or developer focused conference um, yeah. and on like a marketing event as well um, like a marketing conference I can't remember the name of that one and we're yeah. going to attend uh, very soon the JavaScript conference in Munich and in New York. Um, and we are going to Token 2049 in Singapore and shortly after Token 2049 in London. Um, and, um, well, we have our own event at the end of the year, ListJS. The exact date yet to be announced, but will be amazing. The stage will be bigger than ever. Um, really want to outshine ourselves there. So you see yeah. that the number of events we're attending um, went from last year to this year much much higher, uh, much up. Yeah. Um, but for next year, 
I think together with the ambassadors in the ambassador program we're launching, um, we're going to attend even more conferences. So it will be one of my main responsibilities next year to become again the face of LIST, to be in more interviews, to go to more conferences, etc., etc. And um, with that, I will just also attend many more conferences again. Um, we just slowly started this year, and it was very obvious that it's very helpful, very cool, puts us back into the limelight. And next year, then, we're going to attend more, but also speak at more and have more booths again. Um, next to these kind of events, what I am also personally doing is to attend events where kind of the elite gathers or very powerful people. Um, it sounds a bit ridiculous, but uh, it's really also very uh, crypto-driven. Like, for example, I was on the Cannes Film Festival. Um, guess who was there? There was uh, uh, CZ from Binance, for example. Or, like, there were many events with NFTs. Crypto was everywhere. Yeah, so my next question for you, Max, is uh, since networking and relationships is a big topic that we discussed about previously, I'm curious, what kind of events have you attended in the past few months and what events can the community find you on in the next few months? Mm -hmm. um, so I've attended this year um, in Miami, Bitcoin 2022. And yeah. in Austin, the consensus conference. Um, then I um, have been on several like non-exclusive crypto events, but uh, events where like many uh, crypto and Web3 entrepreneurs were at. Uh, for example, the Cannes Film Festival, where also was a CZ uh, from Binance. Um, yeah, and where like many meetups and site events for NFTs and stuff like that happened. Um, so also attending those. Um, but yeah, mainly it's uh, consensus and Bitcoin 2022 I was attending this year. And um, my team attended the Paris Blockchain Week, um, attended a developer conference called We Are Developers in Berlin, a very big one. Um, as well as like several smaller events in Lisbon and like a marketing conference. I'm uh, not sure what the name was of, but it's more marketing related um, to take some learnings. Um, yeah. But more interesting, interesting where we're going to be next. So we're going to be um, it, at Token 2049 in Singapore, yeah. um, which is happening end of September. We are going to be at Token 2049 in London, which I think begins beginning of November. Um, then we are going to be at a JavaScript conference in Munich and a JavaScript conference in New York City. Um, I think it's called JavaScript Congress or something. Uh, yeah. Same same conference, but two different locations. Um as well as we are going to have our own conference end of this year called ListJS. We already had it two times. Um, so it's a very nice developer-focused um, conference or event where we are showing the latest developments and um, give further explanations with presentations, workshops, and demos about how to use the Lisk SDK to build your own blockchain application. So this is what's upcoming in terms of events. Um, next to, of course, always like small events in, in Berlin, for example, I'm attending, um, 
as well as um, yeah, going to different locations in the world where there might be a meetup um, or a spontaneous conference visit. But yeah, Token 2049 is, is the next big one we are attending in Singapore. If you're there, please approach me. I can answer all your questions about LISC. We can have a chat. We can go for lunch whatsoever. Uh, always love to talk with enthusiasts, especially LISC community members, about the state of the industry. That's very nice to hear. And uh, it sounds like you have a busy pack. Uh, rest of the 2022 and that leads me to my last question how does the rest of the year look for you and the team and what events or updates or moves that we need to look for mm -hmm. um, so previously I was saying already that essentially we are prepping for the launch so yeah. research development are getting the code base ready getting the products ready Marketing is getting a lot of stuff ready in order to make the launch um, a success, you know. Um, and this year, there will still be like three or four big things coming. Um, mm. I kind of highlighted them before already in our, in our call, in our interview. Yeah. Um, for example, everyone should keep a close eye on our website. Um, Something is coming there. Then we are going to be listed on new exchanges, big ones. So keep an eye on that. Um, making us and our platform much more accessible in, um, in regions, um, where we were not that accessible before. Um, yeah. we are launching a new initiative to support very promising blockchain applications building with Lisk SDK in the Lisk ecosystem, um, like a bigger chance for success. Um, so that's something what is coming. We are also um, having what I just mentioned, Lisk.js at the end of the year, um, which will be together with what normally we, normally we called our end of year event. Um, so we're having one event, but that's why this one event will be bigger than ever. Um, huge stage, nice content, very interesting content for uh, the user, investor, and the developer. Um, but the main focus will be on the developer. Um, that's coming as well. And then the ambassador program is coming so that people who are interested in supporting the LISP project um, further in a more professional capacity with a, with a budget uh, can do so, can can join it and and help us make this a great success. Um, then this year also we're going to launch the new iteration of our grant program, um, which will see more money, better conditions for developers building with the Lisk SDK. Um, so yeah, many things are, are coming, but for me the most important thing which will come not this year, um, but next year will be the Lisk platform. Um, and essentially everything what I just enumerated, uh, is just to prepare ourselves for the big launch. Um, and I can't wait, wait for that, you know, like, um, being able to use our wallets in order to explore different blockchain applications on our platform, start using them, benefiting from blockchain technology, using the LSK tokens from so many different use cases and utilities, uh, like never before. Uh, I think this will be 
like a groundbreaking shift for the project. Um, we will be like a new project. It, uh, it can't be underestimated because so far we've just been building and building and building towards that launch. And once we launch, everything changes. Um, so I can't wait for that. Um, so it's going to be very interesting for Lisk. Um, I, I thought it's going to be this year, the year for Lisk. Um, but <laughs> it seems like it's going to be beginning of next year. Like I said before, the learning was everything takes a bit longer. But I yeah. uh, can't wait for 2023 to come uh, and to see the reaction of the community um, about all the amazing things we are launching or announcing still before that. That sounds amazing. It sounds like you have the launch in the center of uh, the upcoming months and that will increase the use cases that uh, both developers and users can uh, take advantage of in the ecosystem and... Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to the launch and on behalf of the team, we will be supporting you with anything that we can. Thank you. Thanks. Um, still a lot to do. We still need to do the beta test, launch a public test net as well, um, coordinate all the different products with each others, but it's coming. We're working aggressively towards it and uh, it's going to be great. Um, so yeah, thank you for all your help, Bogdan. Um, like pretty much appreciate uh, all the, all the collaborations and efforts we've done so far. So looking forward to that. Likewise. Likewise. I appreciate you, Max, and thank you for your time today. It's been a great conversation and it was a pleasure to host you. Thank you so much. Um, pleasure to be here. Always available for further interviews like this one. Um, can't wait to see it live. Everyone in the Lisk um, community, or, or rather those who are not in the Lisk community yet, please go to lisk.chat, um, join our Discord server, follow us on Twitter, it's LiskHQ there, uh, check out our website on lisk.com, um, join our effort, join our movement, um, and uh, yeah, start benefiting from blockchain technology once we make it as accessible as it is possible to make it. That's great. And for everyone who tuned in or tunes in the future into this episode, thank you for your time. Thank you for listening and supporting uh, both projects. And thank you for joining our mission to free the money and free the world. Thank you.